Hello everybody, it is Michael here, back with another video, and in today's video, we're going to be talking about what's next for one of the brightest young teams in the NBA, the Charlotte Hornets. Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer, bang, bang, it's good, Doncic wins the game at the buzzer. What you preach, I guess, about it talking trash, uh, uh, now want to pose with me like, uh-uh, not so fast. <laughs> This team, while not making the playoffs, overall had a very, very successful year. The second half of the season was ruined due to the injuries of LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward, but we saw when this team was healthy, they were not only a very fun team, but a team that could actually compete and win games as well. So what do they need to do to take step first of all let's overview this roster a bit they signed gordon hayward to a max contract and while his injury issues are still a big big concern they always will be with hayward as he's just gotten terrible luck in these past couple of years when he's actually on the court he's a very productive player and around what i would consider a low to just outside of an all-star player they have terry rozier who was fantastic last year continues to grow a ton ever since he's gotten the opportunity in Charlotte has become a very efficient scorer which was by far my biggest concern about him when he was in Boston was just his overall efficiency he's become one of the best three-point shooters in the league and a guy who can really close out games but obviously the star of this franchise going forward will be LaMelo Ball a guy who won the rookie of the year and I think he was well deserving of that Anthony Edwards was well deserving as well they both put up really really good seasons but when LaMelo Ball was healthy I do think he was the best rookie to come out of that class a generational playmaker a guy whose overall scoring game was much better than I expected I was high on the mellow ball I had him as my number one prospect but even I didn't think the offense was going to come along this quick this is where I thought he would be in maybe two or three years but he was like this in his rookie year that floater game was fantastic his three-point shooting was way better than I could have expected I thought it was going to be super streaky but it was actually pretty consistent throughout the whole year and I'm really excited for what I think is going to be a fantastic second year from LaMelo Ball. I think he's really going to break out and prove to be an all-star caliber player in his second year. Super, super excited about the future of LaMelo. Malik Muck is someone that I really want them to retain because he had a much better season in his final year on his rookie contract to what he did in his previous years. He's going to be a guy who I think could be a high-level six-man for years and years to come, finally living up to those comparisons of being that like J.R. Smith type of player. Just a big-time spark plug off the bench who can score the hell out of the ball. P.J. Washington is one of my favorite young players in the league because I think he has potential to just be a top, tier role player he kind of reminds me of like a modern paul Millsap, a guy who's just really smart very good shooter good defensively perfect to have alongside Lamelo. uh the guy who probably bonded most with Lamelo though is miles bridges their connection was really really special throughout the year and miles bridges grew a ton he was excellent for them and we saw when Lamelo went down he was not just a product of Lamelo. he was an improved basketball player who put up nearly 13 points on almost 50 40 90 efficiency while being a solid defender as well a really really nice player to have in this young core and someone who i think can be a big building block and those are the main guys there's other guys on this roster i like that will be on this team going forward someone like jalen mcdaniels is a nice role player to have and he definitely took 
a step in his second year, so that was uh, nice to see, and I do think he's a guy who fits this roster well. A combo forward, can do a bunch of different things, runs the floor pretty well. Uh, but let's talk about their offseason now. They do have quite a lot of guys that are coming off the books, and they have quite a lot of decisions to make. They only have $81.5 million guaranteed next year, and that's due to the fact that Cody Zeller will be off the books, and if I'm them, I'm either trying to re-sign him on a pretty small contract or just letting him walk. Malik Monk, again, I do think they should retain him. Uh, maybe pay him around $12, $10 million a year for like four years. I think that would be a good deal. I think he can be a great six-man going forward. Bismack Biombo, I like what he brings as a veteran to this roster, so you can keep him if you want. Uh, I do think he's a good locker room guy, so he would be someone I'd like to keep. Brad Wanamaker, who cares? And then the big one is Devontae Graham. Because he's someone who had a really good season last year, but in the most recent season, he was not very good. We saw with Lamelo taking over that point guard spot, he could just never really get his rhythm fully. I do still think he's very talented, but he has a lot of issues. Even in his season where he was so surprising and he was so good, there were some clear, clear issues. He's basically only good at three-point shooting and playmaking. The rest of his game is just not there. Not a good defender, and his in-between game is pretty bad. That's why his efficiency is never going to be good, because he's basically a strict three-point shooter, really bad finisher, and if I was them, I would just let him go. I think they have enough guard play on this team with Terry Rozier, with LaMelo, with them hopefully retaining Malik Monk, and Gordon Hayward basically playing like a point forward role. I think they have plenty of playmaking. I think they have plenty of guys who can handle the ball. So I would let him go. And this actually lends them to having a good amount of cap space which is very, very interesting because they can go a bunch of different ways this offseason. They can continue to kind of take the process slow, just hope their young players progress and build a solid team around them. Or they could go more all in on winning. And if I was them, I would kind of do a bit in the middle. I would try and uh, acquire some veterans to this roster for sure. I would try and strengthen up that wing position even more just because you want insurance just in case Gordon Hayward is injured. Uh, I would try and sign a decent backup point guard, uh, not someone like Devontae Graham who you kind of want to be a big minute guy, someone who could come in, play just like a solid 18 or so minutes a game and be good in those minutes. And then I would look to address the big man position. That is by far the biggest thing that has held them back in these couple of past years is that big man spot. Cody Zeller's cool. He's solid, but he's a replacement level big. In the 2021 NBA draft, they do have the 11th overall pick. And with that pick, I would select Kai Jones out of Texas if they do end up keeping that pick. Kai Jones is one of my favorite players in the class. He's probably top five on my favorites list. I absolutely love Kai Jones and his game. He is a bit of a risky player for sure, but I think his upside is met by very few in this class. He's someone who has incredible athleticism. Him and LaMelo and Miles Bridges in the open court will be one of the most exciting things we could see in all of the 2022 season. It would be absolutely electrifying due to how crazy athletic he is. He's a really good rim protector. His overall defense has a ton of potential. He's light on his feet. He definitely has some development to do in the smart side on the defensive side of the ball. But all the intangibles and all the talent is there. On offense, he's someone who runs the floor super well. He's a great finisher. 
and he has potential to stretch the floor with a solid jump shot that he has pretty good confidence in. I think them landing Kai Jones will be one of the best picks in the draft and will be a home run pick for them. They could also get some other guys in this draft. Uh, someone like Moses Moody, I think if he slipped to them, that would be a fantastic pick. Love Moses Moody. Typical 3 and D guy. Could play both the 2 and the 3 position. If they wanted to go small ball run, Lamelo, Rogier, Moody, Hayward, and then P.J. Washington, I think that's a really compelling lineup, and I think they could be a very, very good offensive team in that case scenario. And Moses Moody's one of the best defenders in this draft. Uh, they could maybe trade down and draft someone like Isaiah Jackson, who's kind of like budget Kai Jones, super athletic, but he definitely doesn't have nearly as many offensive skills uh, as Kai Jones does. They, I've seen some people suggest that they should draft a guard. Like I've seen some Josh Giddy to there. I've even seen some people say Sharif Cooper would be interesting there, and that that baffles me. I mean, I get drafting a, a guard in like the second round to maybe be that backup of the future. But you have Lamelo Ball, you have Terry Rozier. I think you just continue to try and make the wing position more deep, and you focus mainly on getting a big. If they can't get a big in the draft, they do have a couple guys who I think uh, they could potentially trade for. One of those being Miles Turner. I think he'd be a perfect fit there, uh, and he's someone who I could definitely see out of Indiana soon, just due to the fact that uh, with Sabonis, there's obviously a bit of an awkward fit there. Uh, but I could also see Indiana just running it back. They got Rick Carlisle now, and with them being healthy, they should be a solid team. Uh, someone like Steven Adams could be a bit of a cap dump to them, uh, and he could be someone who, after this season, would only be on a contract for one more year. Yeah, it would definitely hurt their 2023 uh, salary cap flexibility, but as an expiring, they might be able to get off of him anyway. Uh, and they do have a lot of potential to do some big, big things in the 2023 offseason where you'll have a ton of cap space. You'll want to re-sign Terry Rozier, obviously, uh, if he continues to play as well as he has been. But you could also, even with Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward under contract, you could really land uh, a big, big talent. And yeah, I just think they should try to continue to bolster this roster and then probably go all in in 2023. You do really have a special opportunity right here. Uh, when you get a player like LaMelo Ball, who was immediately as good as he is and has as much upside as he does, I think you should go all in on trying to be as good of a team as you can. Because having him being paid $11 million in 2024 is an opportunity that few teams have. And I'm just super excited about the future of the Hornets, man. I think they have a great coach in James Borrego. I think they have a franchise player in LaMelo Ball. And they've done a great job of turning around that franchise. That franchise was a disaster for years. But in these past couple of years, they've continued to make smart move after smart move. Even moves like the Gordon Hayward one, which a ton of people criticize. And yeah, do you want to pay Gordon Hayward that much? Obviously not. But to get good players on your roster, you sometimes have to overpay. And it's not that ridiculous of an overpay, especially as the cap will be going back up and will continue to go up every single year. I'm really happy about the Hornets' future. I'm so excited to watch them going forward. I hope they nailed in the draft. I hope they get Kai Jones, and I hope they just continue to get veterans on this roster, get some more talent, get some guys who can mentor the young players, and you got something really, really special there. So, Michael Jordan, please don't mess it up. But yeah, it's been the video. It's been Michael. Peace out.